0: Welcome to another episode of the Rec Center. He's Jack Ferris. I'm Lindsay Joy. And Jack, we're kind of breaking format this week. Um, new crime doc out on Netflix. We'll get into that in a sec. But I guess, first of all, how's your week going?
1: My week? Well, if you define weeks by Monday through Sunday, I'm a couple hours into it. And so far, so good. I made a, a batch of coffee in my French press way too strong. I pour. Hey, so I went and grabbed my bag of coffee and I was pour- and I just decided there's not a ton left in here I'm going to just pour the rest into my french press and and go with it. And there was a lot more than I anticipated and it filled up like half the french press. This is just compelling stuff, I know.
0: We we could also regale the audience with the tales of when you broke my coffee maker that one time I went to the NCAA tournament. It was um ooh, 3 or 4 Four years, 2017 run or 2018 run. I went to the NCAA tournament for like three weeks, came back and Jack had broken my coffee maker. It must've been 2018. So that would have been Gonzaga, Florida State, Sweet 16 loss. Uh, You broke my coffee maker. You don't even remember that, do you?
1: It's not true because I wasn't home. I had back surgery and I drove our dog to, I was gone for like a month.
0: That was during the WCC tournament, but I think you came back. No, that
1: was definitely during the, because I went to Staples Center when I was off. Poking holes. Maybe it
0: was maybe it was a different trip. Were we for was for nineteen? What was the nineteen run? The nineteen run I wasn't there for. I was in Spokane. All right. Anyway. I there there was there was a dead coffee maker in Spokane. May it rest in peace. All right. So uh we again watched a crime doc series on Netflix this week. I went into it with high expectations. I was disappointed. Um, We both watched this. So it'll be sort of a wreck from both of us, except I will say for me, it's a non-wreck, but it's not the worst thing in the world. I just don't think you need to run to go see it. If it's three months down the road and you're really looking for something to watch, it's three episodes. Um, It's called Murder Among the Mormons. I just thought it was incredibly average. What, before we talk about it a little more, what was your, what was your take?
1: Yeah, I think the most interesting part of it was a look inside uh, the recent history of the Mormon church. I will say I had this thought. The best thing to ever happen to Mormonism. And if I offend somebody, I don't mean to. So hold your breath here.
0: I'm always scared when you start a sentence that way.
1: The best thing to ever happen to the Church of Mormon is Scientology. Because when we think crazy religions, Scientology is the first one that comes to mind. And compared to Scientology, Mormonism is fine. Now, I obviously know a ton of Mormons and they're very nice people. It's when you dive into the, the foundation of the religion, you're like, huh? What was that? And uh, the story of the salamander letter is is really fascinating. And I think that was the most interesting part is that this guy found some documents that kind of turned the 150 year old religion on its head and they were just scrambling to, to make do with it. Uh, But yeah, no, I agree. I, I will say I would recommend it on this note because it's three hours. You can watch it on a Friday night. If they had drawn it out to like seven hours, which Netflix has, has been known to do, then I would, it'd be a yawn fest, but I thought it was compelling enough. I think you, you figure out the main mystery early enough. They like they you, they pretty much fill you in on as to what happened like midway through episode 2, I think. It's, and then the it's last half the of it is of a... Okay, sorry. The last half of the whole series is uh the why and the how this this person did what they did, which I thought was the most interesting part.
0: So it's towards the end of episode 2 when they say um kind of what happened and it is one interesting thing about it, you do hear from him um, kind of explaining in in tapes, He's not he does not sit down for this documentary. I don't know. Sorry if that's a spoiler. You could connect some dots there. But I actually thought part of it that I didn't like was it was incredibly obvious from the beginning and they try to like dateline you and make you think someone else did it maybe. But like it was incredibly obvious what happened from 20 minutes in.
1: I agree, but I think they were self-aware. I think they knew that it was that we could pick up the pieces, which is why they- told us who did it relatively early. They didn't wait till, you know, the, the the finale.
0: I a lot of people complain that a lot of these docu-series could be shorter. Like you mentioned, Netflix is known to drag something out six episodes. I know with the Cecil Hotel documentary, a lot of people felt like four episodes was way too much because they obviously went really in depth on Skid Row and everything around the area and not just the specific situation, easy for me to say. But I do think with this one, you could have made this a two-hour documentary, called it good in just like one episode. Like documentaries are still allowed to be made. I love a docu-series. I love breaking things up, but we don't have to do that for every single one we do. And I think this one, make it two hours, make it an hour 45. You don't have to put all the extra stuff in there trying to you know pretend like someone else did this. Just keep it a little bit tighter and it would have maybe been a little bit better. Am I wrong?
1: You think tighter than three hours? Yeah, I think we could have taken an hour out. I, okay. I'll push back there because look, I love like a nice clean two, two and a half hour documentary. That's just standalone. That's it. Uh, Look no further than the social dilemma. I really, I, outside of the, I don't really love the the reenactment
0: okay the thank you i was going you no can see my face right now but the re,
1: the uh, dramatic reenactment is is tough to pull off and i think they like you you either have to overproduce it to make it work because when it's underproduced it looks weird and they definitely overproduced it and it's kind of silly at times Anyway, we're getting off track.
0: Wait, can I just say it's entirely silly. If you took all of that enactment out of the social dilemma, it would have been way better. It had, it was. No, I agree. That was hundred percent was, unnecessary.
1: I, 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 am with you there. Anyway, we're we're besides the point. I do like a nice little standalone movie, a documentary film. But I think we both love the documentary series more, right? Yeah. Because there's there's not that we we're, we're both losers and have no life. Well, there's there's clear points where you could get up and walk away, or go to bed, or or go about your day. We like to blow through those those breaking points, but I like the the breaking points. If like I said, if it was if it was six episodes, I'd be mad on it. But the fact that it's under three hours, I think it's just under three hours. Yeah. Three three episodes. I think it's doable. And I, I, I... I like that it's broken up.
0: I think that's in terms of my like recommendation for it, I would say because it's 3 hours, it's only going to take 3 hours of your life. It's a very average docu series. There is intrigue to it and by the way, there's some great characters in this. Um the dude that like when they're talking about the Uzi and like the, I mean there are eccentric people involved in this and that is the most entertaining part for me. I didn't need us to delve into you know the the stories of the Mormon religion. Like I
1: Oh, I just—I thought that was the best part. Yeah, we disagree with you that on that. what the best was the part, best. part is.
0: Yeah, yes.
1: That, he um, was such a sweetheart when he was—he yeah. <laughs> didn't want the—he didn't want the cops to know that he liked automatic rifles, assault yeah. rifles.
0: There was there was a a couple amazing lines that will just make you chuckle inside. Like there are entertaining facets to this. I just thought overall it was incredibly average, and I said I—it's a very obvious. Um, situation what happened from the beginning which is fine I it doesn't always have to be a who done it. they did try to make it that way but I think from the perspective of it's only three hours it's interesting enough I'm not saying don't ever watch this but don't run to your Netflix to sit down and watch it tonight if if down the road you're really looking for something to, to watch and there's nothing else that's interesting you it's it's fine it's I think it's just it's a C like it's like a sideways thumb for me it's not a thumbs down and it's not a thumbs up
1: Yeah, maybe I'm different because Mormonism has always fascinated me. It's not, uh, it's, okay, it's cultish in the sense that almost all Christianity, well, all Christianity religions are cultists to a certain degree. Uh, This is just, so I'm not pointing a finger at the Church of Mormon, but it's always, it's always fascinated me how it, it, it seems like Mormons are, a special kind of loyal to their religion.
0: Okay. As a devout watcher of the real housewives of Salt Lake city, I just finished the season. It just ended a couple weeks ago. I think I'm just tired of like the sweeping generalizations about Mormons because it is something where many
1: people in that faith
0: are very. And so this to me, Mike
1: Mike Leach likes to party. He's also (laughs) Mormon.
0: Someone, we were talking about this the other day that Mike Mike Leach went to BYU. And I feel like people don't know that.
1: Um, He's, he's he's a, he's Mormon. He's like a proud Mormon.
0: Yeah, and it's and it's, you know, in the show Salt Lake City. Um, by the way, if you need a reality show recommendation, that's I recommend that show. But in that show they talk about they call it like Mormon 2.0 or trying to blaze new trails and trying to live in 2021 but also be faithful to this religion. And I just think to to even call the show Murder Among the Mormons, it didn't have to be that because it's part like the the religion is very much a part of the crime because of the letters and everything. Like it's very much involved, but I really think you could have called it something else about just like con men or or whatever. Like it didn't have to be called murder among the Mormons. I don't know why I'm taking such. You get so hung up on the title.
1: I know you. This is I a, do. This is a classic Lindsay play. If you're attack the title. Well,
0: I am also <laughs> What would you call it? What would you call it?
1: What would you call it? Uh,
0: secrets and secrets and something like. It's, you know, again, like secrets, among,
1: secrets amongst the Mormons.
0: No, I just don't think that you like, like you can use the word murder because murder I, happened.
1: Okay. I will give you, I'll, I'll allow you to poo poo titles if you come up with better titles from now on. Yeah. You know but you're I mean? asking a, me to be come a part up- of. Be a part of the solution, not the problem.
0: They spent four years making this documentary. Yeah, that was a guesstimate. I don't know how long they took to make it. And I, you're giving me four seconds to think of a title on the spot. But
1: also with the Cecil Hotel. <laughs> no, 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 hey, no, no! Don't yes. I, no, no, no! Just come up with solution with a solution. That's all I'm saying.
0: Yeah, call it something about secrets and lies, or con men, or forgery, or something. Like there's oh, so many, I, there's if, so if many puns you can go down.
1: Puns? What pun?
0: Like some like alliteration about. Secret, like if you if we're going with the alliteration of murder among the Mormons, there's some kind of like Uzis and
1: Uber. There's no, something. there's no Uzis outside of the, um. The one so beard. with the Cisa Hotel, oh, yeah. with the Cisa Hotel, I, oh. <laughs> now you're walking away from it.
0: No, I am. I am with the CISA Hotel. I that's I that's think the, it's a- that's the documentary name. Like that's it right there. The CISA Hotel. That's it. That's the name. It's not true crime. The Vanishing at the Cecil Hotel or whatever that show is actually called. Like I, that one is super obvious. This one is not as obvious, but I do think Murder Among the Mormons is just not as good. Like like a, like a secondary title, a better title for the Cecil Hotel is incredibly obvious. Like, again, I've said it four times. Okay. Everyone knows what documentary I'm talking about. If I said crime scene, no one knows what I'm talking about.
1: Okay, okay. If I say murder among the murder amongst the Mormons, everyone knows what I'm talking about.
0: Yeah, I am. Right? But I just think you're you're again like you're. That's a very broad group of people. And like yes, they were, <laughs> yes, they were Mormons, but like, but what does it have to be? I think because it,
1: it's at the like the church, the Mormon Church is at the center of the story. The found it. it there is no without Mormonism. There is no story. There the, the yeah, biggest but, part of. The story is Mormons and their relationship to the institution of the church.
0: Evil Genius. You, can't, you need
1: Mormonism in the title or Mormons in the title. Disagree. Evil Genius is not called <laughs> like the pizza guy. Oh, Lindsay. What I, this dude made a living finding Mormon documents. Uh, yes, among everyone, things. every character in the story is Mormon. Uh, I don't know that that's true. Oh my all right i just that's a hard disagree
0: i just like i said i think you you've really taken an <laughs> impassioned plea to the fact that i don't think the title's that great i did not know you were going to be so
1: into this title
0: i'm just um, saying if you
1: think if you think it's a bad title just offer a better one is all is all i'm saying. yeah
0: okay so i'll get back to you next week how about give me a week like i said these people had four years to come up with murder <laughs> among the mormons and you think
1: I'm being negative? You're like just saying it's a bad title. And, and What's the saying,
0: Scientology documentary it? on Nef on HBO called?
1: Going clear.
0: Yeah, exactly. Why it's why isn't called Scientologist? Everyone in the story is a Scientologist. That's I okay. guess
1: you're okay. But I okay, I will say this. I will say this. So you're you think
0: I'm already per, so over think, this so title going, seven minutes ago.
1: So going clear, the Church of Scientology or like exposing the Church of Scientology you like that. Like two words and then colon and then the subtitle is that what you're getting at
0: I, well i don't think that they actually use i was that's why i was looking up to see um i don't think they actually use the semi it's just called going clear okay
1: i just think the movie's
0: just called going clear okay i
1: guess like i said in a week you can come up with a, if you come up with a better title then i'll i'll say your argument holds water now i just think you're being negative
0: well i am being negative but i'm also allowed to say hey that's not very good and they could have done better like that's
1: allowed? Okay. How you get how
0: you get mad at me when I'm not you? You genuinely? I'm baffled that you genuinely think that is the best title that a human being could come up with for that. I think it's a fine title.
1: Murder amongst the Mormons. I think it's a fine title.
0: Yeah, I don't know. I think I'm just like sick of the again the sweeping generalization. Like it just doesn't. I don't know. Anyway, okay. But there gonna is cut, no. I'm going to go okay. back and edit half of that out because I'm bored, and I don't think I've ever been bored. <laughs> I don't think I've ever been bored during this podcast until now. I
1: disagree. I I disagree. I thought it was fascinating. Okay. So, I, I think you need I think you need Mormon in the title.
0: Okay, we, we've established that. So that's I watch it three months down the road. Jack says watch it on Friday night. Right. That's the recommendation. Where would, yeah, I think where it's. Where
1: I, I think if you're looking for something to do, it's a, it's it's a breezy two and a half three hours.
0: I am now worried that this draft is going to get contentious because I actually was going to start with something that's going to make you mad. Um, so I, I need you to, I don't want to say relax cause that that's not, but
1: I think, I think you need to relax. We're, just, well,
0: no, I just, I know this is going to bother you. So we're going to do a draft of the Netflix top, uh, well, technically top 10. We're each going to pick, so we're doing all the crime documentaries. Spoiler alert, Murder, um, murder Among the Mormons is not going to make it um, on my draft board. It's it's not on here. So we're going to each pick five crime documentaries, crime docuseries. Um, and obviously because it's a draft, we cannot pick the same ones each. So it's not just our top five. It is top 10, again, again, essentially top 10. So because basically the idea for this is that I just thought Murder Among the Mormons is not up there by any means with, with what Netflix has given us. What I was going to ask you that might make you mad, is Icarus a crime documentary?
1: No, I think it's a good question. I would say, because I I, I had the same point of clarification I wanted to run by you. I actually have on my big board, I have Icarus question mark. Okay. There's there's, top of mine, Icarus question mark. There's, there's murder in Icarus, but it's not like the main story. It's not the main crime, but I think if we both have it on our list with question marks, I think we can allow it.
0: Okay. So, and that for me, um, essentially uh, there were, uh, there like are multiple crimes committed, but the people that are committing them are, government officials. And so no one's, yeah, they're not named.
1: They're no names. Nobody's, I do think,
0: yeah. I do think the doctor needed immunity to, to tell his story, if that makes sense. So I, to me, that makes it feel like if he needed immunity to explain what happened, I think that it, to me, that makes it a crime. Um, if you need immunity, I might be making that up, but either way, again, there's murder, there's intrigue, there's all these things. Okay. So I'll let you go first. I'll let you have the first pick. We should have figured out how to divvy up the first pick, but that's all
1: right. Oh, I was going to say you're older. So age before beauty. I was right? actually
0: going to say that too, but you're older. <laughs> I was going to say, we should go with who was born first. Well, I'm, I'm, this isn't going to be your number one. So maybe my mean? draft, maybe my draft strategy is off here, but I'll go first. Oh,
1: that's another Wait! Whoa, 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 whoa. Oh. You are going first now.
0: Yeah. Age before beauty.
1: Oh, okay. Damn it. Cause you took that oh you really took that and ran with it that's fine yeah. i i do have a question though are what? we just doing like like what we think are the best or are we yeah. like rounding out a team that no. gives you something to offer no just like you the, like the best you, top to bottom no the you, don't need, you don't the need best. a
0: power forward that complements okay. your five yeah no you know what i mean like something that's a, like a little three fu-
1: a little funny i guess no. i'll i'll tell you what i was thinking i Where's
0: mean here's at? Here's the thing. This is our last tangent, and then we're just gonna we're just gonna plow straight ahead through the rest of this pod.
1: You know we don't what? Have... I, Lindsay, I don't think it's so much the destination as it is the journey. This is
0: this episode has been one heck of a journey. Uh I don't we don't have social media for this pod. I mean, we have our social media, but when I say that, I mean you're not gonna see your list in totality presented on a Twitter page. So it doesn't really have to be a comprehensive list that feels complementary of itself, if that makes sense.
1: Yeah, sense? I was just gonna say if if you if we were gonna go for like a nice well rounded squad, and again, this is just oh, and actually, I'm I'm glad we're talking about this. Netflix original, one hundred percent.
0: No, if you can turn it, if you can turn your TV on Netflix and it's and watch it right in, now in
1: perpetuity for the most part. So I know exactly well, what what we're talking about. I know, I know the series you're thinking, and I'm thinking the same thing.
0: No, not for the first. I guarantee you my first is not your first.
1: No, 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 no. I know that. But I'm thinking down the road. The staircase is eligible.
0: Yes. Okay. Yes. And also, um, so I was sour grapes is a um I watched Made You Look last night. That's not gonna be on my list. Made you look is about fake art. It's a documentary, it's fine, whatever. Sour grapes is really good. It's about um a guy who makes fake wine. And it's actually distributed by Netflix, but it's currently on FUBU, FUBO, FUBO.
1: No, Wait. I'm glad that's a good, that's a good ruling because that's so in the weeds, whether it's like people aren't going to care if it's Netflix original. Yeah, if, can, doing... if you can put on Netflix right now and it's available. Correct. Yes.
0: So yeah. even though Netflix distributed this film, it's not currently available on it. I don't know how they did that. Um, it's a very entertaining film. If you have FUBO, FUBU, um, I really, it's Fu, FUBO TV. Um, I believe it's free. You should yeah, watch Flower Grapes. Okay. So it doesn't have to complement each other. It doesn't, you can do all series. You can do all one, you know, one part documentaries, actual documentaries. It can be whatever. So my first one is Icarus (laughs) because Icarus is like my favorite, one of my favorite documentaries ever. It's very long, but that is the only negative thing about it. It is incredible. Uh, I loved watching it the first time. I have rewatched it since I, It is just like fascinating. I was scrolling through Netflix just to see what they like, what they present to you as true crime. There's like a category and it was under like lesser known or like it got less attention. Like it won the Oscar. Mm -hmm. It won the Academy Award for best documentary as it should have. So it won an Oscar. It's incredibly watchable. It's incredibly good. That's my first pick. I love Icarus so much. Go.
1: The Icarus is great. Yeah. It's, it's on my board. It's down there though. I knew it would
0: be. That's why it's my job strategy
1: was off. You earned it. Um, I will say the one thing I don't love about Icarus is that it's, it's kind of self-serving the first 15, 20 minutes is just about this millionaire dude. We don't know how he got his money. We don't know how he's rich, but he's doing this documentary as to how him doing a cycle of steroids will make him better at cycling. You know Mm. what I mean? And then obviously it gets, it turns into something totally different. And it's incredible. But But I actually thought that was, I thought that was interesting in itself. It throws you off the scent a little bit.
0: Yeah. And I I think people now might know where it's going, but I didn't when I turned it on. It was like the first day I dropped on Netflix, it just came up on my thing and I watched it. Um but I think it's interesting like what if a normal dude who who is like an endurance like, you know, could maybe go run a half marathon like if he had to, but like what if a, that guy took steroids and how yeah, would it affect like would he turn into Lance Armstrong? And you know, spoiler, no. He doesn't.
1: I just yeah, yeah, yeah. it's it's there's a fine line between Doing something that's relatable and making it about the, like having the journalist become the story. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. For the biggest example of that, of that is that podcast where the dude figures out the crime, and half the podcast is him patting his own back. Payne Lindsay. What's that? the
0: The podcaster's name is Payne Lindsay. Are What's the podcast about? though? Uh, Up and vanished.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, he should. He plays like voicemails. The grandma. Oh my god! Voicemails of his grandma calling him to say how proud she is of him solving the crime. That we don't need that in the. It was so weird.
0: In fairness, I believe his I believe his grandma lived near the community where the crime happened. However, yeah, it was. I. It's genuinely just ridiculous. That podcast is good. It's incredible, Um,
1: but he he totally makes it about him, which is you know that's one way to go.
0: Justice for Icarus, though Icarus is nothing like that. I was I cringe so hard with with moments of that podcast. Icarus is like you're right; it is a little self serving, but I, I think it completely. I excuse all of it. I think it's it's
1: fine. Uh, I guess I'll go. I've got two up here. I'm not going to mention. Think we're my...
0: probably debating. Okay.
1: The same, the same two that are available here. Uh, I'll go with making a murderer, just because, oh. just because making a murderer. Announced Netflix's arrival on the true crime scene. Uh it came on late 2015. And of course, before that, we had, you know, the Jinx a couple years earlier, maybe one year earlier. And the Jinx was maybe maybe still is the best true crime docuseries ever. Uh that was on HBO, it was once a week. Making a Murderer was 10 episodes, I think.
0: I think and it that started was, as eight, and then now there's a second season.
1: It had such a cultural impact late December into early January 2016 when you had to watch it and people were watching it in a few days we were at a uh, friend cabin which is a a name that we give a new year's party like a new year's cabin situation and I remember our friends Haley and Morgan kept disappearing into the master bedroom to watch this docuseries called making a Murder. and I was like what how could that be more entertaining than what's going on out here? We were playing like Scrabble or something. I went home. No,
0: you were playing Settlers of Catan.
1: Uh, no, I don't know if we were in a Catan then, but maybe. Oh. Anyway. Hundred percent. We uh, then I went home after the cabin and watched it in like thirteen hours. Make it, yeah, it's it. There's better ducky series since, and talk about meaty. Like they c- they could shave that down a little bit, but uh, just the drone shots of the the family's scrapyard was so good that that's too into the weeds, but I did the cultural impact of making a murderer was so important to Netflix and Netflix's credibility as to, Hey, we can do true crime pretty good.
0: I agree. And I also think, yeah, it just, it shaped the amount, like they give us a lot now and everything that we're going to talk about basically after now is is because of making a murder Murder. In, in some ways maybe they would have made like one or two but they really do the success of that and that was before they released numbers so now they're like 90 million of you watched bridgerton but like this was when they didn't do that so it the numbers i would have loved to have seen um as people slowly discovered it but it really did shape the way that they approach it so again everything that we say from here on out is is in some credit to that so anything else on making a murder uh no no. I'm actually between two right now. Um, I think you're going to take the next one soon, but I'm going to go with Evil Genius.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I, <laughs> It's just, it's a crime. I think you said you remember the crime happening um, when we watched it. Oh, yeah. We were in high school. I, I don't really, but it, it obviously is one of those things where whether you've heard about it or not, like you don't know this full inside story. There is also kind of an underrated thing about it is there is a little bit of closure in the end, where someone comes forward who knew a little bit more about what was going on and, and said like, this is what happened and why. And I don't think that that gets a lot of attention, but that was, that was that is a bonus because in a lot of crime documentaries, you don't get an answer and you're left with like, again, with making a murder. It's like, do you think he did it or not? Like that question is, is out there. And I think Evil Genius kind of explains some of it, which is nice because yeah, you kind of leave like knowing. And, and like I said, with most crime docs, you don't. So it just like, again, incredibly compelling characters. You get interviews with a lot of the big players. The director is also involved in this one, but um, not in a not in, in a negative way. Sometimes that's a neg- negative. I don't think it is here. And it's just a very compelling watch. I It's four episodes, I want to say, Um, but I never felt like it should be shorter. So Evil Genius fascinating
1: yeah i remember i remember it happening and i remember seeing like oh he was just like a pizza delivery guy and he you know liked to watch survivor and he lived alone in an apartment like this is like the saddest story of all time and then uh what was it that comedy 15 minutes or less
0: what comedy
1: yeah there's a comedy movie that came out 50, 20 minutes or less oh where they like rip they take that story and they turn it into a comedy
0: that was more recent
1: though, right? Yeah, it was like four years after after it happened. Okay. Yeah. 20 minutes or less, I think it is. Uh anywho. But yeah, and so that happened, and then it was out of my mind forever until this documentary came out. I had no idea that uh all the story pizza guy wasn't as innocent as as you might believe.
0: <laughs> Watch Evil Genius.
1: Okay. I okay, so I think. If that was one of your two and making a Murderer wasn't, I'm going to go with this one. It's further down my board, but I'm going to grab it. Don't fuck with cats.
0: Yeah. yeah. That was what I was deciding between.
1: Don't fuck on
0: your board. I want. Yeah.
1: Okay. Don't, don't fuck with cats is good. A because you have no idea what's going on until you're like all the way through the first episode. And B, we've talked a lot of, about it before, what makes these docu-series shine are the the characters in it, the talking head characters. And there are some absolute gems in this one. Uh, it is, it's, it's really the best and the worst of the internet. This documentary tells us the best and the worst of the internet. The best in that this crime is pretty much solved by people at home sleuthing by themselves. The cops were completely helpless without them. The worst of it is like, none of this exists without the internet. This dude was mutilating animals on the dark web for a reaction. And ugh, it's just, it's it's cringeworthy. If you haven't seen Duff, Don't Fuck With Cats, it's, it's excellent. And it's just so different and so compelling uh, that you need to keep watching. You need to find out what happens. Etc. Etc. And the lengths these people go to 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 find this guy, like I said, it's both inspiring and like very pathetic.
0: So a thing we have, to, I feel like, anytime you're telling someone to watch it, which we are very much telling you to watch it if you haven't seen this, but there, like, if a, like, close your eyes during the cat videos, it's it's bad. I think, I think the one negative of that is they went too far with showing too much because they're are very graphic videos. And I, that's a personal, like anyone's going to have a different take on that, but they went really far with it and they pushed it. They decided to show a lot. And that was a decision that they made. Um, and it is really rough to watch at times. However, if you just close your eyes, I don't know. Um, but the the characters in this, the web sleuths are incredible. Like This is really like the peak of the web sleuth genre where these people from all over, who just spend a little too much time on the computer, you know, like relatable, uh, are incredible. Like they're just, they're great characters in this story. Anything else? I on Okay. I'm actually, I have, there's a, there's a, a strong middle for me, for, for Netflix, um, because I can go a couple different ways with this, but I am going to go with for my third pick. Oh, okay. I'm going to go with The staircase. Here's the thing about the staircase. It's so good, but it's now too long because we kept doing updates. That's the only negative. It's like 13 episodes at this point. It started out as, I want to say an eight episode docuseries at the time. And I think you can almost just watch the first eight and then Google the rest (laughs) of what's happening. Um, what The rest of what happened in the case, because that information is readily available. It was a very famous case in North Carolina. The setup is interesting. The why is interesting. The how is interesting. The owl theory is interesting. Like it's all interesting. But then they did the two updates. So the case was just ongoing for so many years. This was not a situation where someone either was found innocent or guilty and then we all moved on. Um, it was a lot more complicated than that. So they kept doing updates to it. So there's, it's eight episodes and then I believe a two episode update. And then I believe Netflix added three more. So I think my recommendation would be to watch eight and then just Google. But it is, if you haven't seen it, um, it's definitely worth watching. It's an interesting look into the legal system. And I would argue more than any other of these crimes, it's a case where you could debate like what really happened and again at the end when you're googling google the owl fairy and see see where it takes you this is also a dateline like i think this is one that has been on every single crime show
1: ever making a murder was on a lot of there's a couple but datelines. not until after they, no they did one before and then they did like a, a revamp i'm pretty sure no pretty sure
0: they did dateline did so so when when Making a Murder did its second season, I tried to watch it, but ultimately...
1: I didn't like this, obviously. We didn't even mention yeah. that. Yeah. Making a Murder, yeah, second... it's the same, it was the same thing. They were just rehashing everything.
0: Well, they were they were trying to update you with like what's going on in Brendan Dassey's case. And this is the new appeals lawyer that they were getting. And they, they tried to update you with everything that had happened since the first season came out. But I had... Dateline did multiple updates after the initial... Sh- the Netflix show came out. And so I was very much up to date on what was going on. So I didn't need any more details about, about that one. Um, I'm pretty sure again, that cause make, they would have had the video like making a murder. Didn't have video from, I mean, they obviously had like video that they use in the documentary, but I don't think that they had any interviews and datelines and all that. Are you Googling that right now?
1: Yeah. They, it's, it's called a return to, to Manitowoc county so I think they they did it a, a second I'm pretty sure they did it originally in like 2009 and the murder happened in 2005 uh, neither here nor there the the Netflix one is is far better just because they have more resources and more time
0: yeah well so and again with the staircase the documentary obviously came first because the documentary was filmed and that's one of the most interesting parts about it the documentary was filmed during the like during the trial during everything leading up to the trial so They, um, the filmmakers were embedded with the defense team. So you see this entire, the defense team planning everything. And then, so obviously all the other stuff came after.
1: That's a criticism with a lot of these documentaries. The film crew being embedded with the defense team. It's big time on Making a Murderer. It's huge on, I think maybe my favorite uh, docuseries of all time. Maybe next to the jinx, uh, Paradise Lost. Is that obviously the the state isn't gonna let a film crew, a documentary film crew in the DA's office to, you know get an inside look at the case. The defense team is gonna be more than happy to. So watching this, you're always kind of watching it through the eyes of the defense team, and you're forced to kind of root for the defense team if they if they choose you to follow them that way.
0: I don't think uh, you're rooting for the defense team in the staircase necessarily. I, yeah,
1: I. I mean, I, I'm with which you. Which is
0: why it's interesting. Which is why, because you're you're on their side, and you're not necessarily like these guys are correct. Like it's so. I think that that makes that's part of what makes it so interesting. Again, the only negative, it just goes and it goes and it goes and it goes. So, if you've got 13 hours, watch it all.
1: And they can't. The the last half kind of rehashes the original too. The, so, at, like they kind of rehash everything.
0: Netflix bought it in like I don't know 2006, whatever, 16, 17, whatever it was, and. It already existed um in the 10 episodes. And so then they did their own three episode update. So I and I believe they produced those three episodes. So that is why it's like feels a little bit um recappy. There's a better word for that. But all right, what's your next pick?
1: Oh I'm interested if y'all allow me this one because I don't I'm pretty sure there's not a murder in it but it's definitely a crime and it's a docu-series and it's true. Uh, abducted in plain sight. Oh, I thought you were going to say Tiger King. No, uh, there's def- uh, there's, there's arguably murder in Tiger King. Uh, abducted in plain sight, another kind of oh. cultural phenomenon. People loved it. And you want to talk about crazy storylines. This, this one's up there. This is like a predator who befriended a whole family and had abuse with the kids, uh, the, the wife, the dad. If you have kids in your car, I'm sorry, but I have to tell this story. <laughs> with the dad's like crying and admitting to the time when he was in a car with this guy and the, the predator like convinces him to uh, help him out with his hand because he just needed like some kind of relief is just excellent TV. It's, you want to talk about fun characters and yeah. Uh abduct in Plain Sight and every few, every like 15 minutes as the story develops and evolves, you have like the what? No way, like how? Yeah, this, this dude just manipulated a whole family and, it takes you 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 scratch your head thinking how do they let this guy do what he did uh so I enjoy it I mean it's one it's one of those you'll watch it once and never watch it again so are most of these but uh abducted in plain sight is is nuts
0: so I actually didn't like it as much as everyone else did I had started watching it um and was just like meh and then and then it became like this whole thing where everyone was like you oh my gosh, have you seen this you got to see it and it was obviously much much talked about. Um, and so I went back and watched it and I think I was like a little more intrigued the second time around maybe I was just peer pressured into thinking it was interesting but like admittedly it is um, insane and it is. Uh, yeah, it's nuts there's a lot of scandalous questionable decision making. Uh, do you have anything else on abduction? Nope. plant-site? Okay. Nope. I, this is actually getting really hard for me. Um, I thought this would be easier. I'm going to go with one that I can almost bet you don't have on your list, and that is The Keepers.
1: Yeah, I never loved it. So Talk about long.
0: No, I think it's – is it four hours? It's four episodes, I think. It's not any longer than um, – like it's significantly shorter than a lot of the other ones we've talked about. But it, I think you think it's long because it's a little – slower. So it's from the, um I want to say the crime happened in the fifties. And so it is tougher to recreate. I don't remember exactly what they did for the dramatic recreations, but it wasn't like actors or anything like that. um But it was, I mean, maybe a bunch of pictures and it's a lot of like talking heads and I'm not selling it very well, but it is a really well done documentary. And there's some stuff at the end where they don't, solve it. No one's prosecuted, but there's definitely like closure. I think that that's one where you again, walk away kind of knowing what happened, um, or at least have a pretty good idea whether or not there's actually justice for the person. So it's the keepers. And it was really talked about at the time. I don't think there's a lot of, I think, again, like making a murder of the staircase. I think there's those are ones that everyone has seen that there's a lot of discussion about. I think you either watched it or not at the time, and then everyone kind of moved on. But I do think it's probably one of their most underrated ones. It's a very good docu-series.
1: Yeah, and I'm Catholic. Lindsay's I was Catholic. I say,
0: guess what it's not called? Murder Among the Catholics.
1: Um, Crimes Among the Catholics. I will say, but if, but if it happened in Rome, and there was, like, documents that upended the Roman Catholic faith, I think something to do with Catholic would have, would be apropos anyway we're not getting we're not relitigating i just want to be clear that i'm not being mean to the mormons because there's big time corruption uh obviously systemic corruption historically well documented maybe not well documented enough corruption in the catholic church and it just goes back to the uh cultish deal
0: yeah and this this um the keepers definitely like it's the systemic issues like with the Catholic church that that's this guy was doing bad stuff and they basically were just like, let's move him schools instead of actually making a change or again, like accusing someone of the crimes he was committing. They just moved him around. Um, So yeah, that's the keepers is very good. I don't know. I think that's more of a how, again, like how I view it versus I do understand. Like if, if I was going for an audience, like if we were doing some kind of poll at the end of this on our Twitter account, I would probably have said Tiger King, but I think the keepers is better than Tiger King objectively. Okay.
1: Um, Yeah, I'm torn here too. I've got a few and I don't think, I think our lists are going to be different. I've got a sneaky one towards the end. Well, this is your
0: second to last pick.
1: I know. Um, I'm going to go with uh, somewhat recent. Edition, American Murder, The Killer Next Door. Was that on Did I snag that from you?
0: No, I have a really it's on my list. And I that was the one I was debating between with the keepers. I have such a hard time with that because I was living in Denver when this happened. Yeah. And like my friend Zora, like my coworkers in that. And she was an MMJ and went to his house and interviewed yeah. him alone. And like when you see her in shots of this, she's now the Milwaukee Bucks silent reporter. Shout out to Zora. Um but it, it like it genuinely affected her in a really negative way, and affected a lot of people that like were around and covering that case. And so I have such a it's it's so interesting, and it's also like so awful. And so I have a really hard time with that case.
1: Yeah, this is one. So we talked about evil genius, us not knowing really the story and finding out as we go. Clearly, that was the case with the staircase. Ooh, case case. That was odd, definitely the case with making a murderer. This one was. It it happened a couple of years ago. So we all knew what happened. We all knew uh, that the husband did it. I don't think I'm spoiling anything. And the, he, we knew like the details of how, how he rid of the bodies, which is insane. So when it came out, I remember thinking like, and again, it's classic Netflix. Like they, they hardly advertise. So when it was available that Friday night, I was like, oh, hell yes. I cannot wait. And I devoured it. Uh, what's interesting about this one and you almost kind of feel bad about it, is there's definite victim blaming in it. Like they go to great lengths, describing her as being um, very rude and nagging to an extreme with this guy. No, I would, I would just real
0: quick. I wouldn't say rude, but they went very in depth on her complicated relationship with his family and they didn't necessarily paint her in a very good light. And maybe saying it was, it was was her fault that he, that they had a bad relationship with his family. Like they definitely put that on her.
1: There's yeah. Wild victim blaming. And what's, what's crazy is he gets hot. And I'm saying that, I'm saying that as a straight dude, he goes from being like, chubby and not hot to all of a sudden he gets real hot agreed or disagreed
0: I'm just gonna say that I'm uncomfortable with this line of
1: okay. thought I'm saying I'm it's uncomfortable because I think the best part of uh, I feel weird picking it because I think my favorite part is them kind of explaining how he got to where he got with being frustrated with her which is weird it's dangerous territory but they they do it so I would, um,
0: I think the best part about, it, like, just as a documentary, like, what made it work really well is that Shannon, uh, the victim, one of the victims.
1: Oh, that's took- all- it's Her name, even her name's annoying. It's
0: okay. With all due
1: respect to the victim, it's, with all due respect to the name. people's
0: names are their names. It's it looks like <laughs> Shannon. It's pronounced her name is Shannon, and she took a lot of video. Like she posted, she's one of those people who just posted constantly on Facebook and Instagram. I think she was doing like lives, so she'd do like a Facebook live and be like hey, so the kids are going off to school, like day-to-day stuff she took a lot of video of. And that's one thing with documentaries, like The Keepers, again, it happened in the 50s. There's no video of these people running around the schoolyard. But with this, she documented everything. And so you're able, they didn't, there are no sit-down interviews in this documentary. It's two hours of just raw video of, of real, video of what happened in mm-hmm. their day-to-day lives. And it's, I mean, obviously there are the police interviews um with Chris Watts, like in the police department. There's a yeah. ton of that stuff. But
1: this is, there's no there's narrator. A lot of, a lot of texts. Yeah. There.
0: So she was just like a modern person who everything was on social media and like the story is told through their text. There's not like a sit-down interview with her sister being like, and then she told me that this like it's it's put together in an interesting way because they had just hours and hours of videos to go through, through her Instagram, to her Facebook. Um, and again, obviously the text. So they just had so much to work with in terms of that, that I think made it interesting, but it's, it is a tough watch. I mean, it's, it's, the crime is brutal. So.
1: Yeah. And I think anyone who, you know, pays attention to any form of social media knew the case and knew what happened. If you don't, then you are in for a wild surprise and we just ruined it for you.
0: Yeah. Well, I, I think you get a sense pretty early on of of what was going on and that you're just watching this guy walk around and try to pretend that he doesn't know what's going on when everyone was kind of sitting there being like, this is um not quite
1: right. Okay. Speaking of, you know what I watched the other night and I hadn't watched it in like three years, which is far too long. What? Gone Girl.
0: Oh, were you in um Fincher Rosamund? R- oh, I was going to say oh.
1: Rosamund from... No, but Rosamund Bike's really hot in that movie.
0: Gone Girl. She's she's very pretty. She looks the same in every single movie, though.
1: <laughs> uh no. I just have you seen what's the one where she is a uh, foreign press late where she has one eye. She's an eye patch. It's a real woman who died in the Middle East. Anyway, she plays. She plays. She's an eye patch. Like an embattled. war reporter
0: oh I don't I'm in like old timey or now
1: now ish hold on okay now now I feel like
0: I'm what? Rosa, <laughs> and
1: Pike. Rosa man
0: Rosamond right. Pike Tangent was not the one I saw us going off on this is
1: a, a private war have you seen a private oh, war heard of no. a private war she was nominated all that stuff yeah she's she's different in a private war uh anyway Stanley Tucci is her love interest in a private war oh shout out to cool. Stanley Tucci
0: um, Okay, so my last one is going to be definitely not like a crowd favorite, but I think this is required viewing for everyone. Um, it is on Netflix now. It was produced elsewhere, and I believe Netflix did the second season. It is called Surviving R. Kelly. I don't know a ton of people who have watched this, which I think is an indictment of my friends, because have you seen it? Yeah. Okay, so it's just us. Um, it is a, like a very detailed account. The people who are involved sit down and tell you everything. The details are crazy. It really did lead to charges finally being successfully brought against him. Um, it Again, like it really did have an impact. The stories are crazy. D- so you have seen it. So the first season, that moment where like the mom is trying to get her girl Out and they're like running and you see Them from far and there's like they're jumping in a car Like there are genuine compelling Moments in this that I thought were just Phenomenal TV and also I don't want to say it has a happy ending because He ruins people's Lives forever but Like it had an impact and There was some sense of justice After years and years of Of this so Again it was much Talked about at the time I don't know a ton of people Who have watched it I Strongly recommend it. I think it's great on a lot of levels. And
1: yeah. Yeah. It's just crazy to think that, and there's a ton of stories about this, it's like people just straight up being prisoners. It's yeah. insane. And especially someone as high profile as R. Kelly being like a prison guard for these women, it's it's wild. And it, it, I, I do think it's a little bit Slow, but I think you're right. I think it's a it's a mandatory watch if you haven't seen it.
0: I think it was initially produced as a week to week. Gosh, I don't want to. It, was, say it on, was It was Lifetime? on like, Lifetime. Yeah, Lifetime. Okay. Lifetime. So I th- I know I think I watched it on like a weird app <laughs> when it came out a couple years ago. But it is like I said, it's on Netflix now, um, and I'm glad that Netflix acquired it because I, I don't. What I'm to say that the Lifetime thing. I don't think it was initially made as like a binge Netflix series. It was a week to week. We're gonna. Tell you these stories um, over the course Of six weeks or five weeks And I think it was Produced I think I mean shows are done differently When that's the case Um, They're like there are just a lot of details To go over there are a lot of victims To go over and you kind of almost have to Hear it to believe like how he's pulling This off Um, but I came away completely like Under like having a better Understanding of of how he was doing This all Mm -hmm. of These and it It's a crime doc, and it's like there's not a murder, but many, many, many crimes are committed, and again, he's finally being charged with these crimes. He was charged when we were younger as well, but um, that's also detailed in the documentary series.
1: All right. Final one. Yep. I'm going to go, this one's different, and uh, just because it's close to home, and... If you've been to Seattle, if you've been to Spokane, you understand the Northwest. If you've been to Portland, you understand the Northwest. If you've been to the Bay Area, for the most part, you have an idea of the North Bay. If you go between the Northwest and and Northern California, what we perceive as Northern California, San Francisco, Sacramento, all that, and go into Humboldt County, you will discover a whole different region. Murder Mountain which may be too on the nose for you, but it's actually called Murder Mountain. Murder Mountain is a wild watch about the, uh, the corruption of the illegal weed industry and how many drifters go up there. I just shouldn't even say drifters. How many, how many young people go up there trying to escape, you know, their lives for a little bit, making a little bit of money. And there's a lot of money to be made. Um, picking weed and trimming and they're easy prey for people to just kill and bury in the wilderness. And it's weeks and weeks before somebody notices they're gone because they're, you know, they're intentionally kind of going off the grid. It's, uh, have you seen it?
0: I watched the first few episodes and then I think I trailed off. Um, it, I feel like they tried to do too many different things. It wasn't like one story. Didn't they try to mix a couple things in and I got jumbled.
1: there, there's a there's a number of people who go missing who they touch on but the end they kind of focus in on one dude who's who they believe is killing all these people and there's kind of like vigilante murder mountain justice and like these guys like roll up to him and threaten to kill him if they don't tell the authorities where this they where this dude who they know that he killed is buried uh so that part's interesting murder mountain it's it's just different and it's again it's crazy to think that this kind of lawlessness occurs in, you know, 21st century America. Just kind of like it's hard to believe that R. Kelly could have legit prisoners and get away with it for so long. Murder Mountain is good stuff. A lot of weed. And it's interesting because you would think a region like Humboldt would be thriving with the decriminalization and now legalization of marijuana. Not the case because it's so regulated that to go legit, you have to pay so much to the government that so many people are just being off the grid and still doing illegal weed and making way more money.
0: I believe this was touched on in that documentary. If not, it's in another one that I've seen. It was. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. of like how the regulations were a negative for that industry.
1: That might be the most important. Interesting part of the whole document. Eh, no, that's not true. The vigilante mountain justice is <laughs> sweet.
0: Well, I missed that part. So I did find that interesting, the The other stuff they discussed with, wh- like, how it becoming legal changed everything or, or like, didn't change it for the better um, in that area. They they just addressed, like, what that meant for, for those counties. Yeah, yeah. Um, all right. I'm going to read off, and then you do this too, all the ones you didn't pick. Just r- no discussion. Just read them off
1: honorable mention? Yeah. Can you, on my list or, I was going to read mine first. Okay. Do you have your list?
0: Yep. Okay. I had honorable mention Cecil hotel, Amanda Knox, wild, wild country, Jeff Epstein. And then the last one I had was trial by media, but only the first episode, the talk show murder. The other ones are fine, but the talk show murder first episode of trial by media is great. And I don't know that I made it it all the way. The the gay one, right? (laughs) The t- yes, the a man confesses his love for another man and is murdered, um, but it that's a good episode. And then like there are some other ones in there, but it, I think it's a six part series and they're all different crimes. Um, so trial by media episode one. What were your honorable mentions?
1: Yeah, I'm I'm glad you pointed that out because I was thinking about that one too, but I wanted to keep it anthology free. Mm-hmm. Um, like the confession tapes is another one mm-hmm. where it's like there's a couple good ones in there, but the the non good ones outweigh the good ones in confession tapes. And you know, I like a story drawn out a little bit, not, not too long though, as we've made clear. Um, okay. So if we were drafting like a well-rounded team, I definitely would have drafted this one long shot.
0: <laughs> you know, what's funny. I switched my Netflix recently and the algorithm keeps, I so I had watched that years ago and the algorithm keeps serving it to me because it thinks I haven't watched it. Cause I switched my account. I it's fine. Yeah. I don't have a
1: it's 40 minutes if you haven't seen it, you should absolutely watch it. It's this dude who's uh on trial for a murder he absolutely did not commit, and he says he was at a Dodger game. That's his only alibi. And so his lawyer
0: Wait, I think you're giving it away.
1: I know, no, no, I'm not going to give it away. Okay. No, 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 no. No, no, no. So his lawyer like tries to find a way to prove he was at the Dodger game, and how he does it is insane. It's absolutely insane. And it's like scary to think of how if this if these all these things didn't happen this dude would be on death row like a 100% great,
0: a great title continue with your honorable mention uh
1: killer inside the Aaron hernandez story
0: i i followed that case so closely from day one i knew everything and i didn't feel like there was like a ton of there was a couple like the recordings from jail but there wait, was Wait a minute like i reading. thought we were just
1: reading our list and not commenting
0: sorry keep going you paused <laughs>
1: I really like this, the Devil Next Door. I have the Terrible, or is just the Devil Next Door. I. <laughs> All right, fine. That well, that you had other ones on my list. That's it. So now you can comment.
0: Um, I haven't watched that one. That's uh, been on my to to watch list for a long time. I just never got around
1: to it. Yeah, if you're um, into Nazi Nazi hunting, it's a good one. Devil Next yeah. Door. It's just some random dude in Ohio who was uh, extradited to Israel to go on trial for being a Nazi. Did he, it's a did here, didn't he kind of deal.
0: Yeah, I do need to watch that. I There's no excuse for not having watched it. Um, I'm going to do my last two recommendations of the week quickly because I knew this would take us a long time and it did. Um, I watched a bunch of things this week that I didn't like and are not really worth talking about. I tried to watch Moxie on Netflix, which is the Amy Poehler movie. I kind of assumed it would just be like Mean Girls because her BFF Tina Fey directed that one Amy Poehler directed this one I just it wasn't for me I tried to get into it I love a a random high school drama it wasn't for me um my two recs this week are Party Down which just was announced that they're doing a reboot um I don't actually even know where we know where that is streaming it was a stars show but it's currently on Hulu and I don't even know if Hulu is producing the reboot but um no there's no details about the reboot we just know it's coming Stream it on Hulu. It's two seasons. Super easy watch. Very enjoyable. It's a catering crew. They There are hijinks involved. It's a bunch of comedians and actors where you'll be like, oh, yeah, I've seen that person in 17 things since the show. Um, Every it, episode
1: is a different gig. Every episode is a different event that they cater. Yes. It's, pretty, it's a good concept.
0: And I think it's it's 30 minutes. It's just super entertaining. Um, A great, easy watch. I think a lot of people have actually seen that. It was a cult classic that has since been, I think, viewed by a lot of people. Um. And it's very interesting. My other recommendation is called The Royals. It's on Amazon Prime. It was an e-show, just in the spirit of Meghan and Harry. Um, this is like the show is like a romp. It's not as it's not The Crown. If you're not highbrow enough to watch The Crown, watch The Royals. The first episode is the king basically being like, "I want to disable the monarchy, not disable, like get rid of, do away with the monarchy forever." Um, and it's just, it's Elizabeth Hurley is the queen and it's a very entertaining show. There's like four seasons. You should probably only watch one or two, but you should definitely watch one or two again, highly entertaining, easy watch it's on Amazon prime, but it was originally on E what are your recommendations?
1: Yeah. couple keeping keep it on the, uh, the documentary page. Uh, I stumbled upon this and I hadn't watched it since it, since it came out in 2018. It's so good. It's on HBO, Panic, the Untold Story of the 2008 Financial Crisis. Uh, it's released in 2018, looking back 10 years removed from the financial crisis, the Great Recession. And you can always tell the quality of a documentary by who the talking heads they get on. Um, I mean, Obama, George W., Hank Paulson, Ben Bernanke, Warren Buffett, all involved in this documentary. Have you not seen it?
0: No, I haven't. Um,
1: It's very good.
0: I was going to read Too Big to Fail sometime in quarantine, and I think I made it like 100 pages in and never finished. I I will finish it one day. I just haven't finished it yet.
1: Oh, I haven't read it. I've seen the HBO movie, though. Anyway, it's yet. It's like a 900-page book. That's a great double feature. Panic, the Untold Story of the 2008 Financial Crisis, and then Too Big to Fail. I, I think it does a good job of, you know, a lot of people look back at that and think the government just bailed out the big businesses the big firms and the big bankers and you know we got lucky there's so much more to it than that it's like they really didn't have a choice but it kind of explains the theory well not a theory the fact that these institutions were too big to fail and that was like the only hope we had uh it's it's a good watch it's a good watch uh and then jim the james foley story you seen that one nope this is a story about uh James Foley, the, the man who was publicly beheaded by ISIS in 2014. Oh, okay. Have you seen this one? It's on HBO. No, oh, I it's know. really good.
0: Wasn't his wife Okay, sorry. Not married. Okay, I'm thinking of a different reporter.
1: Yeah, freelance port por- freelance photojournalist. Yeah,
0: I'm thinking anyway, sorry.
1: Uh and he, I mean, you know that he doesn't make it. But um, he spends two years imprisoned by ISIS and his other prisoners, his co-prisoners who make it out, talk about their experience leading up to ultimately them. And it's, it's, it's crazy good. Uh, the government not being able to do as much as they could. It's, it's brutal. They go all the way up to him being beheaded on video.
0: Well, on that note, I came with some fun stuff and you just brought it down. We should have had you go first and then me end with telling you to watch Elizabeth Hurley in a romp on E. But those are our recommendations. Maybe watch one of Jack's intense ones and then watch Party Down and then watch one of Jack's intense ones and then watch the Royals. That'll get you in the right mood for the week.
1: All right. Did you know that George W. and michelle obama are like best buds
0: i don't know about
1: like you know about this though
0: well they had the um they've had the gosh they were at they were some public appearance they were where would they have been together recently just about
1: every public appearance they're like best buds and like and like hugging and and being pals just google george w michelle obama it's a nice little reaching across the aisle we're all americans (laughs) first kind of deal it's 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 nice
0: all right. We're ending on a note of unity um, and not going any further into those political waters. Uh, some good stuff kind of, I mean, coming up this week, it's too early. Um, Kid 90 on Hulu. I will be watching that. Um, and a couple other things. Oh, um, last chance you is dropping a basketball,
1: sure, which
0: yeah. uh, it drops soon. I'm really interested to see if they shot that during the Corona season or if they shot it in 2019 because oh they just sat on it yeah i mean i don't know because it's it's in theory i would have guessed that they were shooting it in 2020 and it's going to be a huge bummer if that show ends with corona
1: oh it it i'm sure it does because if they shot in 19
0: we would have seen the completion of that season
1: i'm saying no no no. no. i I think they shot it last year and it's going to end with uh well corona because they they played a whole season up until i know i know but what I if they shot that,
0: in 2019, though, and we see the 19 championship. They
1: would have released it when it, we had nothing to watch. You know what I mean? They would have released it mm. over last this time last year.
0: I agree. I just don't think that's a guarantee. Like I don't know.
1: Yeah, I'm sorry you're they, being you're being hopeful. I I think it's going to be. It's the it's same. Gonna...
0: It's the same group that did cheer, and I um I don't know the competition season for cheer, but they I'm guessing because I do believe cheer was shot for the 19 championship was their last. Yeah. Anyway, it's probably 20 it
1: years from. Yeah. So here was
0: one year removed.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So I, and all, all the football ones have been one year removed.
0: Yeah. So that's going to be, I just going into that, like not knowing, but, but assuming I don't want to watch these kids like and get five episodes of like hope and we're going to win and it means everything to us. And then it's like, and Corona, like I'm not ready to relive all that, but I do think that that's what's happening. Um, anyway it's coming out on Netflix this week uh Last Chance You Basketball I don't remember what they called it but that's what it um is. It's a bad title. Anything else I just made that up. I don't know what what it's actually called. What uh are you I think it
1: is called Last Chance You colon Basketball. <laughs> I, pre- I really do think that is the case.
0: I'll allow it. I love I love that uh filmmaking team so I will allow it. Anything else that you are looking forward to?
1: Um <clears throat> No, I got, look at this. I got, it's screener season. I'm getting all these screeners. So I got The Father, which is, I got, I mean, like all the other stuff, like Ted Lasso and all the HBO stuff. Like, they just
0: sent you little DVDs?
1: Yeah. I don't have a DVD player, but I really want to watch The Father, but it's going to bum they, me out.
0: Do they put like a link on the back for you to watch? I don't get screeners.
1: Uh, They do, but it's really hard. Like, it's terrible.
0: Equality. I'm looking
1: at you, SAG-AFTRA. No, they, it just like kicks you off all the time. It's like it, it's constantly rebuffering. You know what I mean?
0: You would think they it's would like be watching, able to
1: figure that out. It's like watching Netflix on like really bad internet.
0: Well, I'm sorry about that. Um, I, is The Father available elsewhere?
1: No, I think you got to order it.
0: Oh. Oh. Money. I have a movie I'm going to order, but I'm going to tell you about it next week. So that is a tease. All right. Thank you for listening to
1: Have you seen um Promising Young Woman yet?
0: No. I've oh, really? read, okay. I know the ending. I read I there's a ton of conversation about it and I read too much and I
1: that was a mistake. Many, that I was read a too mistake. many think
0: pieces on it, but I didn't even Google it. It's just like, it kept getting served to me on my Twitter timeline. Um, mm-hmm. And again, like many different think pieces on the ending and if it's good or if it's bad. And I've read many perspectives and I I'm too in the weeds on the conversation.
1: Don't let that be a lesson to you listeners. Don't read too much into promising young woman, watch it first and then do the reading.
0: Yeah, I think it's a conversation that is probably like needs to be had. But then, um, yeah, you should do it after you watch the movie. So, and again, again, I say I think you should watch "I May Destroy You" instead. But I, you could watch both, I guess. All right, we're gonna go. Uh, this has been fun. Maybe we'll do another draft again. Maybe we'll do, I don't know. We'll we'll figure it out.
1: I could do. I mean, HBO. Yeah. true crime deals that's the next one i love you now die Ooh, boy. i
0: i definitely thought about that when we were making this list um yeah that's that's the next one we're doing for sure so stay tuned for that